everyone, and welcome to another edition of Public Opinion Tea Time with your host, Pam and Vanetta, where we talk about what everybody is talking about. And this week, we are going to talk about the Ahmaud Arbery murder trial <laughs> verdict. Yes. And uh, that verdict came out the day before Thanksgiving. So it kind of was like anticlimactic because everybody was kind of so into, I think, getting ready for the the holiday. But then you kind of stop because I remember I was actually preparing my meal. Were you? uh, When I I, when I was anticlimactic, I almost viewed it like it was a time families were gathered together, an opportunity Uh because I was with my entire family and I don't think I've ever had that experience when what waiting for a verdict which was very good and um I thought it made Thanksgiving for us well I think it was I I, don't get me wrong I I I was very happy about the verdict but I just felt like people stopped for that moment and were like glued and then after it was over they were like okay good and then they went back to and then you had Thanksgiving and then it kind of like you know, almost went away. But I, right. I think it's, it's, you know, we have to talk about it. It was, it, it was required. It was required. I think it was the right decision. Obviously, I think it was the 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 right decision. Um, it, it was just so egregious. Everything surrounding that, the all of the the facts, the fact that they were almost about to get away with it. That's what's okay. most it was, upsetting. It was and because this upsetting. occurred before George Floyd. And if it hadn't been for his family pushing and not allowing them to just be ignored and mistreated. Yeah, but even with that, with them pushing it, remember now what's come out is, you know, that first prosecutor has been indicted yes. for, you know, obstruction of justice and things of that nature. So, but really what the key was, was the video that the the defendant himself, the one yeah, or whatever, the one he released, believing that it was going to exonerate them, and that's that's the thing. And, so, and at yes. minimum, him, he was saying, "Well, you can see that yes, I wasn't even that in the I video. wasn't part of it." But it was, but he looked yeah. the most. Oh my God, he, the yeah. issue, a bowl cut. He, yeah, he was yeah. looking like somebody should feel for him. It, it was, it, and but this is the thing. The problem I had with that whole defense, again, they were trying to assert self-defense when they were self-appointed vigilantes. And that's why I can't help but uh, look at it in comparison to the Rittenhouse verdict. And even though I understand in the Rittenhouse case, the the law as applied to the facts um, resulted in him being exonerated or found not guilty. But I think that the law is flawed. The law seriously is law, flawed. All laws I, are not right. Exactly. And I think they need to rewrite the, the, the law right. and, and say that you cannot assert the affirmative defense of self-defense because that's an affirmative defense. You're saying, yes, I did this, but, but. I had a reason. Mm-hmm. I don't think but that- But for. Yeah, you should not be able to assert an affirmative defense of self-defense when you either have substantially caused, provoked, or created the very situation upon which I you're relying the prosecutor re- You can't so be in crazy. fear for the danger you cause. Yes. And, and that um, talking about self-defense or whatever- that um, becoming a vigilante, as we mm-hmm. are saying, and you're going out there to say, I am a citizen's arrest. How do I know who you are? What could, You could be pulling up on me for any reason. Right. And, but citizen's arrest came from when we were talking about fugitive slave laws mm-hmm. to send slaves back across the board. Yeah, I just don't think there's any reason to have citizen's arrest uh, unless you're going to. I don't even think it should be arrest. What you should do is just call the police. Right. If you think something's wrong, 
certainly if you want to videotape what you believe is you don't have a right place, to detain me. exactly so going back to the Aubrey matter if they had just videotaped him being you know coming from the home contact the homeowner contact the police and say hey I saw this gentleman you may want to check to see if anything is missing. Here's a picture of him and call the police. But you don't have to chase somebody down the street in a pickup truck with a rifle. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Even and if then, you had followed him, but you got out. And then when that person is in fear of their life and wants to grab that rifle. rifle. And then, okay. you, then that's when you say, oh, oh, I was trying to defend myself. I mean, that's just that's just awful. That is so I, I am so glad that the jury saw past that ridiculous uh, excuse. Of but defense. here's what I'm tired about. And you can explain this a little bit. Why do they commonly try to dehumanize us? The, the prosecutor started talking. I mean, the defense attorney mm-hmm. started talking about his toes and how they were. Up. Exactly. And that's, and that's what they the want to do. Animalistic kind of be. That, well, that's what they generally want to do. They want to dehumanize the victim. The, they want to first look into the victim's background. They want to say, they want to go all the way back to when he in elementary school and say whether or not he got it, uh, suspended. So all of that, uh, you know, all of that stuff comes into play. But you know what? We're very happy, very, very happy with the verdict. And we will be back again to discuss whatever else is the news and whatever else everybody is talking about on another episode of Public Opinion Tea Time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.